From WBHM News, I'm Richard Banks. July was the hottest New Orleans has ever measured. Public officials have issued heat emergencies, warning people to take shelter during the hottest parts of the day. But those who work and live outside may not have the option. A new report in The Guardian from journalist Delaney Nolan revealed a huge spike in emergency calls for unhoused people with heat illness and increased deaths. She spoke with the Gulf States newsroom's Drew Hawkins. How is the heat impacting people who live outside? Yeah, so people living outside have been facing really extreme heat this summer. July was the hottest ever in New Orleans. August was the hottest ever month at all in New Orleans. And this is the world's hottest summer ever. The state's also in extreme drought. So this constant record-breaking heat, it's especially dangerous for unhoused people because heat stress is cumulative. That means it just gets worse and worse the longer you're in it. And when you can't escape it, day after day, night after night, that's when you really get into trouble. Unhoused people also tend to have more comorbidities like diabetes, cardiovascular issues, things that make them even more vulnerable. Uh, So there are some numbers that I think really drive that point home. I spoke with the New Orleans EMS, and they told me that last summer they had three heat-related calls for unhoused people. So far this year, they've had 67. Yeah, and I think it's really important to point out here, as you did in your reporting, that this heat isn't just uncomfortable. It can actually be really deadly for people who are living outside. Is that something that we're seeing? Yeah, I really think we should emphasize this is life-threatening heat. These just are not conditions that the human body can get used to. Extreme constant heat has what one expert I spoke with called sneaky effects on your major organs. So to give kind of an overall picture, since June 1st, at least 31 unhoused people have died just in New Orleans. That's an average of every three days. So remember that heat deaths are really notoriously hard to diagnose. It might not kill you outright, but your heart is pounding harder all day and night. Your kidneys are dehydrated and struggling. You've got blood clots breaking free. It's sneaky and serious damage. So only about a third of those 31 unhoused deaths have a cause of death listed so far. And none of them say heat. But I shared one of those cause of deaths with the expert, and he said it absolutely sounded heat-related. So the point is this. It's safe to say that heat is causing deaths of unhoused people, even if heat is not listed as their official cause of death. I spoke with one unhoused gentleman named Mike Infinity, who stays in Jackson Square, and he's seen those dangers firsthand. A lady recently died out here, one of the homeless people. She used to always come to and get food on Wednesday, but she stayed right here on the front, yeah. What was her name? Her name was um, Robin. So that was Robin Metcalf. Robin died on August 8th, the same day that the heat emergency was declared in New Orleans. She does not yet have a cause of death listed. You know, you've talked about that there were a few things that didn't quite make it into the report. And I'm thinking specifically about this idea that there were people living on the streets who died during the heat emergency who had actually had housing vouchers but hadn't yet found a landlord who would accept them before their deaths. Do you mind going into that a little bit? So that didn't make it into the story, but I think it really underscores how preventable some of these deaths are. Mike Infinity's friends, Robin Metcalf, the one who died the day the heat emergency was declared, she was actually one of those people. She'd finally gotten awarded a housing voucher, but she hadn't yet been able to find a place to use it. And then, even though she was finally incredibly close to being housed, 
she died outside the same morning Mayor Cantrell signed the heat emergency declaration. You know, Delaney, one of the things that really stood out to me reading your report was just the number of people that you talked to for this story. I mean, it must have taken an immense amount of trust, especially, you know, you think about this community, they have plenty of good reason to be distrustful. So I'm wondering if maybe you can tell us what support could help people living on the street right now? Overwhelmingly, people are saying that housing is the most useful intervention they could receive. To get there, we need more caseworkers, more affordable housing, more housing services. I think what we're seeing is that the climate crisis is also a housing crisis. And we need to get everybody inside. That means wholesale dedication to universal housing, public housing, affordable housing with support services, tenant protections, and legislative moves like banning source of income discrimination, which could have helped somebody like Robin get inside faster and avoid her death. And in the immediate term, cold water is a big deal. So if you ever drive down Calliope or Claiborne, consider keeping some frozen water bottles in the back, maybe some cold sports drinks or oranges. That can help people get some immediate relief. But there's no fix like housing with air conditioning. Really incredible reporting. And I really thank you so much for taking some time to break it all down for us. Thank you so much, Drew. That was Delaney Nolan, a reporter with The Guardian, speaking with the Gulf States Newsroom's Drew Hawkins. The Gulf States Newsroom is a partnership among public radio stations in Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama.